podcast is part of the Loosely Connected Network. Visit www.thelooselyconnected.com for more great podcasts, networks, Twitch streams, YouTube channels, and more. All right. So quickly, what is Loot Crate? Loot Crate is a monthly subscription to uh, random things that you get uh, based on like a current theme, the month current theme. It could range from anything from t-shirts to cups to cool collectibles. Yes. And we are so excited to bring you Luke. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you guys can check out Luke Crate, uh, LukeCrate.com. Um, I'm a subscriber. So, and if you guys like Luke Crate and, you know, see some of the things that they have now, go ahead and use a promo code NTFTTPod for 10% off your next subscription. All right. Anything else? Nope. Cool. On with the show. Come with me if you want to live. All right, welcome to, I guess this is a new era in the No Time for Time Travel podcast. I mean, I guess it's kind of a new era because it's episode 101. I, I don't know. <laughs> but but yeah, so we're a podcast for Nerds by Nerds and my name is Tony and joining me all the way from Sweden is Quack. Hello. So we come to you hopefully every week, except for that one week that we missed. Um, <laughs> and uh, every week. <laughs> what was that? Mostly every week. Yeah, mostly every week. I think we've only actually missed that one week in terms of our oh. release schedule. Nice. So um, so yeah, so we usually talk about topics that you guys suggest us, the listeners, and um, yeah, usually it's a nerd topic and uh. Yeah, it's already episode 101, and I'm forgetting what I'm supposed to say. <laughs> it's a new era where we forget everything. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, before we get started with the topic, it, uh, how have you been doing? Uh, good. Um, I don't know why. I've just been really tired. I've just been sleeping in quite a lot. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, it's life. <laughs> it's, uh, it's us getting older, I guess. Uh, no, I refuse to, to acknowledge it. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, I, no, I, I mean, I agree too. This morning, I think I woke up at like 10 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Holy, that's late for you. That's really late for me. I, I'm normally up like around 5.30ish. Yeah, like my, my body can't even wake up at 5 or 6 anymore, man. It's like this morning when I woke up, it's like, oh, it's it's eight. Uh, it's like uh, 8.30 mm-hmm. or 8. Okay, it's 8.30 right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, when I messaged you, it was like 8. I was like, oh, crap. I need to get up. And my body was like, no, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And I lied there. And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. I've been playing a lot more combat lately. So when you said that, I was just like, sleep allergy. <laughs> oh, is that a new thing now? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's just for you. <laughs> Customized death. No, it's like, it actually reminds me of that college humor skit with Batman where... He doesn't think people he kills are dead. He just thinks they're like really sleeping. Like, oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so, stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Oh man, yeah. Uh, what else have you been doing besides being tired? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I think that that's pretty much it. Then uh, I've been working on my personal project, um, or like monthly project, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. Uh, and that that the deadline's coming up soon. Yeah, this is like that that thing where they give a a theme and you're supposed to animate something, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, What was the last one? The last one I saw you did was like a Mega Man one, right? Yeah, that was the last one I released. I guess like the other one I didn't finish 
but I so I didn't really publicly release it. But it's a Avatar one. I could post it up if you want to see it. Um, oh, okay, cool. Avatar like yeah. um, Last Airbender thing. Last Airbender, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Not the blue alien one. Hey, what if like the Last Airbender was just colored blue? It's like a mashup between Avatar and Avatar. So, so he was really just an alien. Is that the? Oh, what if he's he he also controls an Avatar? Oh, <laughs> so so it's so it's like the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> it got too deep there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, for me this week, I got. I mean, you've heard me. I've been playing Mortal Kombat a lot, like a lot, yeah. a lot. Um. So I got the Switch version on Tuesday when the game came out, and then my PS4 version, Collector's Edition, with like the giant like um scorpion uh, mask thing. Mm-hmm. It came today. And, oh, nice. Uh, yeah. So, so I was playing. Now that you told me that, Tony. Yeah. Know that the next Halloween costume should be your no. Costume, your, uh, it your won't Halloween be. Should be Scorpion. It won't be. You know why? Because. Because the mask is not wearable. But why? It's one of those masks that are fixed on a uh, display stand. Oh. Like, like fixed. Like the mode includes the display stand. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm like. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Unless like I, I go as the collector edition display stand with the mask. <laughs> I mean, like what what you can do is you use the display stand as like the neck. So your your head is actually where the chest and body is, <laughs> and then we you just be a really tall scorpion. Oh man, that, that <laughs> that's like freaking Slender Man scorpion. <laughs> Yes, he's just as creepy and deadly, right? Yeah, I think you'd be more, you'd probably die of fear than actual fatality. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so so the Switch version of the game, though, is, is so much slowdown. Like, I, I understand the Switch is underpowered, um, mm. but the game, they were able to make it still 60 frames per second for the actual gameplay, but mm. everything else in between was very bad quality. Like, when it hits into the cinematics for fatality... Then it's like, oh, what the heck happened? It went from like 720p down to like like a CRT TV. <laughs> it was really bad. That that's pretty crazy though, man. Like the because all well is it also super effective once you play online as well. Um, well, the gameplay itself is fine. The gameplay itself is still pretty good. Although I think I I feel like there's more lag on the Switch version than the PS4 version, mm. but it's still doable. Uh, what I found interesting though is, you know how I told you, oh, so the other thing that listeners probably don't know, but I peaked out at global rankings at 39 in the world for, oh, that's pretty, yeah. Oh, you went up 10 rank. What was that? You went up 10 ranks. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So 39 is like the highest. And then after that, I stopped playing for a bit and then other people play and then, you know, like more people play, they push your rank down. Yeah. So right now I don't really care anymore about getting high ranking. Um, and then, and then I went to play the PS4 version, different like database, right? So, um, I start off at zero and when I'm playing there, it's like people on the PS4 one are much more hardcore gamers and they've had the game for like almost a week already. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm just starting today. So it's so much harder on the PS4 version for ranked online. Oh, so, yeah, no, go ahead. No, I was going to ask like. So when you showed uh, showed me uh, last time or showed us me and Lam, uh, your ranking that was on the Switch version. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, each think... console has their own uh, rank. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but yeah, 
The game was good. I haven't played story mode yet because I wanted to stream the entire story mode game. Nice. So we'll see. But I've I played like arcade and streamed that already and I'm starting to learn like a lot more combos. Like I'm trying to keep my main character as Scorpion. So like my my best combo right now is like a 12 hit combo, which is actually very long. It takes like what? A little bit more than 33% of your health. Oh, that's a lot. That is a lot. Like I was like, what the heck, man? Uh, is there um any combo breaker sort of thing in uh, 11? Yeah, there's this uh there's this defense meter, and when you burn that meter, you do this thing where it's kind of a combo breaker. It it does break the combo, but it breaks it by making your character um immune to being hit. Like you'll still get hurt, but you're immune to being knocked down. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it just like turns you into like metal, like if you want to think about it that way to kind of break. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they won't be able to juggle or anything like that. No yeah. Way. Yeah, so, but for the most part, when I've been, I've been playing online with my combo, it seems like people don't tend to use the combo breaker much. And Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I don't either. I've never used the combo breaker. Uh, I just like, eh, it's not worth it to burn it now. I'll just use it later for like other stuff. Because you share mm-hmm. that meter with your ability to pick up objects and throw it at them too. So, oh. yeah, it's an interesting strategy. It's like, kind of like, do you want a combo break or do you want to throw things at them? You know, yeah, like interactive environment um, objects. That's interesting. And th- but then this is all based on the Switch version, right? No, no, all the gameplay is the same throughout all three versions. Oh, okay. Yeah, gameplay doesn't change. It's just the system that's running on. That's interesting, though. Oh, uh, well, I'm interested to see like how how you um, what you call it, how you do on the PS4 version. How yeah, I mean, I, I started off at rank thirty five hundred earlier tonight, and then I played a bit, yeah. and I'm like at thirteen hundred now. Oh, that's pretty damn good. Yeah, but I think it's also a lot of people that um play that are beginners, and like the kind of like in the in the um like pr- some of them probably just started the same day I did today, right? So oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So, so that as like the rank goes higher, it's more of the like veterans people sort of thing. So yeah, it, it becomes more think. of like you know it's harder as you hit higher ranks. Yeah, I'm kind of curious like once you start playing like the PS4 version and you go back to the Switch version, how easy it is. Uh, well, I mean, I guess like the difficulty, right? Because you said the PS4 version will be, uh, you had more hardcore players, so mm-hmm. maybe like that's like training and like, going back to Switch is like, oh, now now these are easy, now these people are easier. Yeah, yeah, that you know, that might be the case. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, because it's like similar situation where like pro gamers uh, or esport uh, would play on different servers, like so, like uh, for let's say example uh, League of Legends. You play in North America and there'll be like good players, but then you go to like uh, Korea, a uh, Korean server, or and you play there. That's like hardcore players. So that's why like so some people they will go to like Korea and play there for a while and then come back and then uh, to like NA to play in like tournaments there and it'll be a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just like throw yourself into the deep end, right? And then you better yeah, super it's, swim. It's kind of like, <laughs> Or when Goku go into like the hyperbolic chamber, yeah, and train for a while, <laughs> and he comes out. I was like, oh, yeah, this is normal gravity now. It's not bad. It's like then he comes out. He's like a new level of Super Saiyan. Like what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's you, Tony. Your well, we'll see. PS4 is like your your hyperbolic chamber. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I like playing the PS4 because I don't have the um that feeling of slowdown sometimes. Uh, it's yeah. so much more smooth on the PS4 and, you know, rightfully so because PS4 is so much more powerful. But 
I really like the Switch version because it's mobile and I could play anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, you can't. Do you? Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say, like, do you play more of? Are you gonna play more of it on this v- uh, Vista? Uh, no, no, I'm not gonna play on the on the the Vita because it's oh, it, Vita, it requires four shoulder buttons for the game. Oh right, right. There's a limited amount. Yeah. yeah so the Vita, you would have to use two shoulder buttons and then the touch pads in the back, but it's mm-hmm. just not intuitive to use. Like it's it's harder to use and um play with that using that as a controller. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, that'd be definitely harder. See, now here's the problem I have. I bought the collector's edition for the PS4. So I have like Shao Kahn and I have like the combat pack one so I could get all the extra characters. Um, So like I'm going to have my PS4 version as my kind of source of truth for, for you know, getting all collectibles, getting all the, the additional characters and things like that. But the problem is I actually play a lot more on my Switch version. Mm, so yeah, so now it's like, so where do I do the grind? Like, do I do on the Switch and unlock stuff? Or do I do on the uh, PS4? Because the PS4 yeah. is the one I got the, the full, like, I did the full purchase on, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, I guess you had to con- one way to look at it is, like, a casual, or, like, one is, like, a casual thing, right? If you plan to play more on at home and comparatively, probably that's where the grind will mostly be. Actually, but I, I understand, it's, like, the, the split thing is kind of, like, Really stupid and weird. Actually, no. Oh, man, it's effort. What? Sorry. After speaking about it out loud, and you mentioned the Vita, I just realized I can still do the grind on the PS4 through the Vita and still get yeah. stuff. Because that's if that's going to be my, my main system, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm not playing online yeah. with that. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, it's kind of like the, the thing that you were talking about, right? The It's still smoothing. on Vita will just mean like it's limited amount of buns. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. But if I could play with limited amount of buttons, then it's the hyperbolic, oh. <laughs> hyperbolic time chamber. Yeah, yes, <laughs> to the next level. Yeah. I can beat you with less buttons now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Oh yeah, Avengers came out. Did you watch it? Yeah, Already? I saw it like twelve hours ago. Yes. <laughs> yes. Any? I guess any non-spoiler review for the listeners. Everyone must watch it. If you care about any of the Marvel characters, you must watch it. Like, uh, it's it's like total fan service. Like, that entire movie. It's a fan... Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, it's like... as And it, if you know the comics, it's even more so of a fan service if you kind of know some of the history. Like, it's mm-hmm. just... It's like, oh, what the hell? Like, they actually have this in the movie? Like, that kind of, like, feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was... It was really, I would say it's one of the best like endings to a franchise that I've seen in recent history. Mm, like I, that's right. yeah, I, I, you know how like when you watch and you get to an end of a franchise, you mostly criticize it and it doesn't feel like, you know, sometimes it, it closes everything out good. Uh, yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, it's like a, it's okay, it ended. Yeah. This one felt like it properly ended and did proper, proper send-offs for everybody. Like, it was just very, very good to closing the Avengers arc. Like, the, the last 22 movies. Oh, God, it sounds so much, man. 22 movies. <laughs> yeah, 22 movies, man. Like, it did such a good job with, like, ending it. Um, like, I I honestly heard people say that and felt like, oh, I don't want to overhype myself, but I can't help but overhype myself. And mm-hmm. when I went to watch it, I'm like, mm, yeah, everyone was right. It was it was a very good 
ending. And you know what? It actually ended the way I wanted to end it. That was probably... Oh, wow. That's, so it meets your expectation. That's rare. Yeah, which is really weird because I have a very, very specific idea of how to end certain characters, like namely Captain America. But they... I'm not even joking. It was exactly what I said last year to my fiance in when I told her I wish they would do this with Captain America for the ending of the entire series. And then they just exactly did that, which I was like, oh my gosh, that is insane. So I think, yeah, I, I think that was like probably a huge bias to me, why I thought it was really good. Because mm-hmm. it was like, oh, I called it, you know, but I'm, I'm sure a lot of other people <laughs> called it too, you know, so, but yeah, but yeah. No, I think like if you watch it, you'll you'll like it. Like I would think it was well juggled, well done. Like kind of like remember how Days of Future Past for X Men was done? Yeah, and it was like well juggled and well managed with like a bunch of different things going on. Mm-hmm. It felt yeah, like that. Cool. It felt very like nice. close to that. Okay. Yeah. But now my expectations are up, Tony, and you know what that means. You can't want to go down from here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably. I mean, I don't know. Just let me know when you watch it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll check it out one day. Okay, cool. Okay. So uh, in so, the interest uh, of time, instead of going to the news, we'll actually go straight into topic. So let's get into the topic. Wait a minute. Yep. Topic of the episode. So uh, the topic of the episode, uh, we actually have two topics. So one of them is from Kinetic, and he's the host of the Behind the Line Radio. And he says that Tim Sweeney says Epic Game Store won't go after any more exclusives if Steam adopts the 88 uh, 12th revenue split. And then the second suggestion is from the Monster Closet podcast, and they suggested we talk about the uh, PS5, uh, the Wired PS5 article, and talk about some of the specs that are included too. So uh, the first thing is the Epic Game situation. So what do you, uh, what do you not, what do you know about it? But you know, uh, I guess we should recap for our listeners. Yeah. But, um, actually, since you just read it, you want to recap it? <laughs> okay, sure. Uh, I, I'm, I'm assuming this also relates to like the Epic Store, right? Yeah. Uh, so pretty much the the uh, boss for Epic Games they announced uh, they just said like they will stop having the exclusive rights thing uh, and will join Steam like have all their Epic Games uh, join, come on Steam if they raise the uh, was it the revenue for the commission sort of thing for developers uh, from 80 70 to 80 percent to 88 percent. Then he said, like, the moment you do that, uh, they do that, then they'll jump on right away with no hesitation. Uh, and then I guess, like, from a, from, I guess, like, from our point of view, like, uh, li- listeners and just people on the outside, it feels like, okay, cool, now it's, like, one place to have all the games. Uh, and I think that's well, that's what uh, Sweeney also mentioned as well, that it's like, okay, then we'll be one big happy family sort of thing uh, if the moment they do that. Uh, my take on that is like it's actually kind of cool if that happens because that means uh, Steam has been a place for a lot of indie people, uh, indie developers, and if they raise their revenue of like when a person buy buys and the the developers get eighty eight percent commission, that's like a big win for the indie developers. And I don't know if this or what the benefit for Epic is, I guess. Uh, Cause it sounds, I'm thinking more of like an indie developer point of view where it's like, oh, okay, well, now the indie developer get more commission, they're they're winning a lot more. I don't know if there's any hidden agenda on Epic side or anything like that, uh, but it's a big win for a lot of people. It's just kind of like if, uh, what do you call it, if Disney 
says like, hey Netflix, if you pay, uh, what do you call it? If you pay their the people who stream on your service, like the the uh, people who or companies who produce them content on your service more, we will cancel uh, the idea of having a separate streaming a streaming per, a service, and we'll go put all our uh, all our Disney movies back onto Netflix again. So it's kind of like that for me. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting because like I don't know like the the breakdown for the price, uh, the profit sharing for Epic Games. Yeah. So it, me it yeah, it almost sounds like Epic Games Store has a better profit sharing model, and the eighty eight kind of seems to be out of nowhere. So I wonder if eighty eight is actually what Epic is offering their developers or exclusives. You know. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely true because it's like that's like the weirdest number. It's like give me if I ask you, hey, give me a number from one to ten. You give you say like. 2.89. I mean, what the hell? Where did that come from? Yeah, right? <laughs> why, why is that a certain threshold? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand where they got... The, I mean, maybe there is there is a reason for that. Let me see. Yeah. Hold on. Let me check. Oh, Epic Games Store. About. Keep 88% of your revenue from your games instead of 70. <laughs> okay. Yes, because 88 is actually their number. Yeah, okay. So, but I mean, like, I don't know where... Where, why Epic Game Store chose 88 itself? <laughs> I, I understand, mean, I guess it's just more like at least hit my uh, my price sort of thing. Yeah. You know what's funny? On the Epic Games um, website, like the one that talks about the store, their official website, it says mm-hmm. more revenue. Keep 88% of your, the revenue from your games instead of 70%. If your game is built using Unreal, Epic will cover your engine royalties on Epic Game Store revenue. And it's funny, they don't mention their competitors. But they yeah. just say seventy percent. <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, they're they're like talking bad about Steam without saying it's Steam. Yeah, yeah. At the same time, it's, it's kind of it, it, what I kind of like about Epic Game Store is just like for for a gamer thing is like they have like month or two weeks, I guess. Every two weeks, they will have a new free game that you can just buy and get, or not buy that you can just get for free. So, oh, okay. oh, this is interesting. It's yeah, because kind of... I, I go to it's like uh, I go I go to the store every two three weeks and check out like what the new games out. So this week was Transistor, and mm-hmm. I love the Transistor by the way. It's based on like the or it's like by the same developer that did uh, Oh my God, uh, what is that Bastion game that I always mention? Holy crap! Is it Bastion? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, so it's same de- uh, developers that did those, um, and I'm just like, man, they have like big games and also like indie games on there and some of them are really good and just really niche so it's just kind of cool to see that yeah that's that's really cool um and you know it reminds me of the playstation uh, online service the psn network or ps uh-huh. network because like yeah. I, yeah i pay for i mean i pay 50 what 59 bucks a year or something like that and yeah. um, every month they give you two free games that you can choose from to download yeah no i, I think like, i see that all the time like uh on like slickdeals.net or something mm-hmm. and it's like oh free game oh it's for the PSN oh I don't have any yeah. of that yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> no but I mean it's really cool that they do that though yeah well the, I, I think but the only thing that I don't know about that is when how that counters like the the business model that they were mentioning like keep 80% of your uh profit or 88% of your profit <laughs> it's like well if it's free do they still get anything <laughs> If it's free, oh, that's no, but huh, that's a good point. I mean, there's probably yeah, something I, in the contract about that. Yeah, because I'm I'm really curious because it's just like, man, this is really good for 
for gamers or uh, and but at the same time like I don't uh, for from developer point of view it's like oh is this a, a good thing or a bad thing for them like I don't know what the deal or contract is. Well, maybe the contract it's allows like maybe uh, a time exclusivity, and then after like uh, X amount of years or something, then that thing's like up for a rotation in the free in in the free uh, schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm. But you're you're also that's the case. Like they will pay out the, uh, the developers first. Second. Yeah, you're also like allowing the exposure of that um, item on the free short time frame, so then more people mm-hmm. may buy it later. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I don't um, know. this I'm whole thing's of, weird. But I'm kind of curious because in the article it mentioned like exclusive games like Borderlands and stuff, but it's still on. I see it still on Steam. Yeah, I didn't look into that, but yeah, I saw what you said too. Like I saw that they said there are some like games like The Division Two and Borderlands and other games that were. It's weird. Like I thought I saw them on Steam too, but I haven't been on Steam for a while. No, I, I just check right now and it's like, oh, it's still on Steam. Like Borderland One, Two, and pre sequel. Huh. So I'm like, oh, what what does that mean? Yeah, don't think too hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I guess it's more of like maybe like the the newer release of um, Borderland 3 coming up. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so. All right. Um, I guess we can move on to the next topic. Sure. So next one is about the PlayStation 5. So let me go over a little bit about this. So there was an interview recently with Mark Cerny. Um, he's from Sony, and then they were talking about the haha. I just realized <laughs> Mark Cerny <laughs> from Sony. <laughs> um, anyway, I didn't realize it now too. <laughs> yeah, so they were talking about uh, the PS5. So uh, we got a suggestion from Monster Closet Podcast to talk about that and talk about some of the specs. And it sounds like the specs. Let me see. It says that the next CPU is based on the third generation of AMD's Ryzen line and has mm-hmm. eight cores, eight cores of the seven nanometer Zen two microarchitecture. So mm-hmm. based on, um, it sounds like it's still going to be a custom chip. So, but it's just based on that like technology. Yeah. And the GPU is also a custom one that's also a variant of a Radeon um, chip. So what's really cool. Like, I think it's really cool. I don't know if, like, you read about this or not, but uh, the ray tracing is real-time, so... Yeah, 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 I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, can you explain to the listeners about ray tracing? Yeah, I have no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, I, I, based on, like, the article, it just, just means that um, it's a certain rendering uh, process that yeah. will... That, 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 I guess, calculates, like, all the lighting uh, and art and stuff going on at the same time. Uh, when like, let's say the I think it was like uh, refraction through the window and stuff like that, so you get better graphics, uh, and also like faster processing, so it won't lag down the game as much as you would think. You know, that whole time I thought you knew what ray tracing was because I thought it was going to be no. part of animation. Okay. No, it's, I, I don't do a lot of rendering stuff, so I have no oh, clue what okay. that is. So when like modelers they talk about ray tracing, I just zone out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> Well, yeah, so, so ray tracing, it, like now, like currently with like the other game systems out there, ray tracing is actually developed on the ve- developer side. So the system itself doesn't do it, right? It's actually part of the software. So mm. it's part of the game itself. But the, the new like PS5, it sounds like instead of like that, it's like part of the game. It's actually done by the system so that it's uh, done real time by the system. So it wouldn't bog down the gameplay, like bog down the, the, the software side of things. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. 
I see. So I didn't know it's like developer side. Yeah, yeah. So so it's like already handled by the system. Like the it would just be like developers set up algorithms or something like that, so that system follows it to render it real time. So, but yeah. So that that sounds really cool. Um. Uh. Did you see anything else about the new PS5? I mean, it's not going to be. PS5, uh, it's backward compatible. That, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's like the biggest thing. I totally forgot about that. That was like the last point in the article. Yeah. I, I mean, like I think from uh, people who are consumer point of view, that's like the biggest thing. Because was it from PS2 or like the previous uh, PlayStations haven't been backward compatible, right? Um, the early release of PS3 was backwards compatible because oh. I, I bought the PS3 at the cutoff point. And I wasn't oh, yeah. able to get the backwards compatibility. Yeah, I think I remember her about that. Yeah. And then that was like a big shocker for a lot of people because it's like, why? Why are you making it like an iPhone where the, the older version, uh, the, uh, things on the older version are just like slightly different or like similar, yeah. but it doesn't work with the same thing. Yeah, it was disappointing because yeah, I had a lot of PS2 games and I was like waiting to get a PS3 when it was cheaper. And then yeah. by the time I waited to the price I was able to get it for, then it was too late that for it backwards compatible. Um, they did that. They only did that because they wanted to get people to adopt the system. Yeah. But then after they adopted enough, then they were like, okay, forget you guys. Yeah. It became too exclusive. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I mean, it's Sony, right? Like they've been not yeah. nice playing with others. Yeah. Um, the other thing is that it doesn't seem like it's going to come out in 2019. And they don't have an official name, so it's not really PS5. But the thing is that, I mean, after four PlayStations following that number scheme, <laughs> you would think they'd stay the same number scheme. Yeah. Yeah, it would be annoying yeah. if they went the Xbox route and just called it PS1. <laughs> PSX. Yeah, Xbox One X. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, the nice thing that's cool about the, the next system is that they're pushing out a lot of the dev kits fast. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's giving developers and creators like a heads up of like, hey, we're giving you this this much more time to get used to all of this. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, no, it's actually really cool. So it's just, a, yeah, it's nice that they're giving support to developers in a way mm-hmm. or having it accessible to developers mm-hmm. to ramp up. But I think that's the only thing that's left is they just need to play nice with others. God. Yeah. Dang it. And you know how you said uh, you were talking about backwards compatible? It's also backwards, backwards compatible with the PSVR, which I'm like, okay, good. I didn't waste my money with the VR. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a lot of good things happening, but we'll see what happens when it actually release. It might be just like a, something they do for temporarily. Yeah. Just to have like, uh, news or just to uh, gain the traction for advertisement. And then the moment they do it, it's like, nah, we changed your mind. Yeah, that's what um that's what they did before already. So they have a precedence. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, all it's all good on paper, but we'll just have to wait and see. It's kind of like articles. I mean, it's, it's kind of like a um trailer, movie trailers. Mm-hmm. I still think it's so funny. His name is Mark Cerny. Like, <laughs> it's just like Cerny Sony. Huh. Anyway, I I don't have any other comments about the PS5 thing. <laughs> yeah. No, that's it. Okay. Uh, let's move on to mailbag. All right, so last week's question was, with Endgame coming up, uh, who would you like to see uh, make an appearance or just be in it or focus on it, right? So let me read some of the answers. Judge Greg posted a picture of the Justice League. 
<laughs> um, let's see. Sword Chomp Podcast posted a picture of SpongeBob SquarePants. Um, <laughs> Kinetic says, let's see Thanos brought up in Judge Greg's court. And <laughs> that's kind of funny. Uh, the Monster Closet... <laughs> The Monster Closet says, I can't specify for reasons that will become clear on seeing the film, but Cable and X-Force would be cool, especially for some Brolin versus Brolin action scene. That that would be yeah. cool. That would be cool if Cable was in it and fighting Thanos. Actually, I kind of, yeah, that would, it would be fun to see. Yeah. But yeah, no spoilers, so I can't mention why that is important. Let's see. <laughs> uh, do you have a question for this week? Uh, let's see. Is there a con coming up next or this upcoming month? I think May is there one? I don't know. I I know E three is in June, so we're nowhere near that. Uh, but I have none at the moment. Let me see. Let's see if I come up with one. Mm-hmm. Is an anime con? Oh, okay. Now yeah. <laughs> I don't know much about that. Uh, it's fine. No worries. Well, we just come up with a different topic. Let's see. How about any uh, uh, Avengers related topics? Doesn't have to be. But I guess like uh. Oh, I guess, what would you like to see in Phase 4 of the Avengers? What's Phase 4? What do you mean? Sorry, a Phase 4 of Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, you know, Phase 1 was from Iron Man to Avengers Age of Ultron. No, sorry. Okay. Sorry, no. Uh, the first Avengers movie, that was like kind of like the, the, the time frame for Phase 1. And then Phase 2 ended at like Avengers Age of Ultron and Ant-Man around there. And then between that point until now is Phase 3 which is the end of the Infinity Saga. So I guess, what do you... Like, now that the Infinity Saga is over, what do you want to see in the future of Marvel Cinematic Movies? Oh, okay. So pretty much, like, what's next after yeah. this is all yeah. over, right? Because it's supposed to be like the end. Yeah, like, what would you no like way. to see? Uh, I, I don't know. It's so weird because it's supposed to end. Just stop. <laughs> Well, it's not really. It does. It's not really like. An, no, an, I, I know it's. It's not really the end. Yeah. But it's more like okay, all these movies were building up to this point, and now it feels like what? What's the point anymore? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what's really cool though? Like all the movies were building up to this point, and also all the business side was building up to Disney purchasing Fox. So oh. <laughs> that was kind of cool too. That it coincided with the the release of this the end of this chapter yeah it's true yeah because now they have all the fox people like all the x-men and all the fantastic four and stuff like that okay well next i think i got i want to see next movie be about squirrel girl (laughs) ah yes squirrel girl yes give her some sunlight cool or spotlight yeah i was like sunlight (laughs) i was looking at the sun outside i was like oh (laughs) is she is she like pale or something like (laughs) Yeah, she is actually. <laughs> okay. Um, I think I'd like to see them build up to like a... Because uh, you know how Captain America Civil War was a build up of the teams fighting each other? I yep. think I kind of want them to introduce X-Men and then build up to Avengers versus X-Men. Because mm, mutants do the... What? <clears throat> adding mutants to the fray? Yeah, yeah. Because like there was a comic series of Avengers versus X-Men. Mm. So I kind of want to see that in real life. Actually, it'll be fun. Like uh, if if Disney started buying out, uh, what you call it, DC stuff. But that's Warner Brothers, man. You're telling them to buy yeah. out Warner Brothers. Yes. <laughs> what the? So what? You're gonna have like Batman versus I don't know Iron Man. Yes. I mean that would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. 
All right. Uh, all right. So let's move on to the final lap. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, uh, what am I doing next? Oh, yeah, the final lap. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, do you have anything to promote? Um, same as always, I guess. Uh, check out our friend Steve at mindfulbuilder.com and check out my friend Vince at Hype Man Vince uh, at the handle of Hype Man Vince under, for everything except Twitch. Okay, cool. You guys can follow us on social media. Uh, follow us on Twitch. Yeah, we've been <laughs> twitching. <laughs> um, I've been like streaming on Twitch uh, a lot of video game stuff. Um, hey, thanks, John Layola. I saw that you followed us on Twitch <laughs> a few days ago. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I guess uh, until next time, no time for time travel. Signing off. Hurdy Garden War Speed. See ya. Goodbye. Come with me if you want to live. I love, 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 I